0: Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco.
1: Welcome to another riveting episode of the History AI Podcast, where we take you back in time, unraveling the dramatic and momentous events that shaped our world today. I'm your host, Chuck, and with me is my steadfast companion through the annals of history, Marco. Hey there, folks. It's great to be here, Chuck. Today, we
2: have quite an adventure lined up as we delve into the battles that sparked a revolution, a world-changing revolution at that. We're talking about the battles of Lexington and Concord, the harbingers
1: of the American Revolutionary War. Absolutely, Marco. The tumultuous waves in the Atlantic were but a reflection of the unrest brewing in the 13 colonies. But before we embark on this journey, let's set the scene. The year was 1775. The tensions between the colonists and the British crown were escalating, particularly in Massachusetts, where the flame of rebellion flickered amidst the cold winds of tyranny.
2: Quite poetic, Chuck. In the heart of this storm stood Boston, a city under siege by British forces, who were growing wary of the growing spirit of resistance. Our story unfolds in the early hours of April 19, 1775. The British had gotten wind of a cache of arms stored by the local militia in Concord and decided to seize it.
1: Now, about this cash, it wasn't just a small store. The arms included muskets, cannon, and gunpowder, enough to pose a serious threat to the British forces in the region. And there were also whispers about the presence of key rebel leaders Samuel Adams and John Hancock, whom the British were keen on capturing.
2: But our The Sons of Liberty were a step ahead. They'd gotten wind of the British plans through their network of spies. Dr. Joseph Warren, a key figure in the Patriot movement dispatched Paul Revere and William Dawes on their midnight ride to warn the militias and gather troops to confront the British. It's a common misconception that Revere shouted, the British are coming, but in reality, he would have said, the Redcoats are coming. Given that the colonists were technically British at that time,
0: wave goodbye to sugar-loaded boosts and say hello to Strike Force Energy. The energy drink additive revolutionizing how you power up, all without a single calorie or sugar. Just a squeeze, and you're set for action. Ready to make the switch? Visit strikeforceenergy.com. And for our listeners, spark your savings with an exclusive 20% discount. Just use code UTSALAX24 at checkout. Remember, UTSALAX24. Strikeforce Energy, elevate every sip.
1: And so. Under the veil of darkness, Revere and Dawes gallop through the countryside, their cries of the Redcoats are coming, echoing through the silent night, stirring men from their slumber to stand against the looming threat.
2: The British, led by Lieutenant Colonel Francis Smith and Major John Pitcairn, marched towards Lexington with about 700 soldiers. They were met with resistance by 77-minute men led by Captain John Parker at the break
1: of dawn. Despite being outnumbered, the Lexington
2: militia stood their ground.
1: Now, it's reported that John Parker told his men, stand your ground. Don't fire unless fired upon. But if they mean to have a war, let it begin here. A line that echoed the gravity of the unfolding events.
2: And there it happened, a shot rang out, the shot heard round the world. To this day, it remains unclear who fired the first shot. The skirmish lasted but a brief moment, leaving eight
1: minute men dead and ten wounded, with only a single British injury. The British then marched on to Concord. But here's where the Patriots had regrouped, their numbers swelled, and they were ready to meet the Redcoats. By the time the British arrived in Concord, the majority of the munitions had been moved to safety. The
2: confrontation at North Bridge in Concord was a display of courage by the Patriots. About 400 militiamen faced off against a British force of around 100 men. The British were forced to retreat, marking a significant morale boost for the nascent revolutionary forces. And as the Redcoats retraced their steps back to Boston, they were harried and shot at by militia men from all over the countryside,
1: a taste of guerrilla warfare that would become a hallmark of the Revolutionary War. Indeed, Marco. The tally of the day was somber. The British suffered 273 casualties, while the Patriots had 95. The ripples of these battles resonated far and wide, not just in the 13 colonies, but across the Atlantic. It was a clear statement, the colonists were willing to fight for their rights, for their freedom.
2: And it wasn't just a military confrontation, it was a clash of ideologies. The aftermath saw a swell of support for the Patriot cause. People who were once unsure picked sides, realizing the extent of British tyranny and the potential
1: of a free America. The battles of Lexington and Concord were not just a prologue to a war but a testament to the indomitable spirit of liberty that drove the colonists to challenge a global superpower and eventually craft their own destiny.
2: Oh what a day it was Chuck! And let's not forget, the seeds of liberty sown on those battlefields continue to inspire the
1: quest for freedom around the globe. Couldn't have said it better myself Marco. It's in these echoes from the past that we often find the melodies of our future. We want to extend a hearty thank you to our listeners for joining us on this journey back in time. A special shout-out to our loyal listeners from Portland, Council Bluffs, Ashburn, Taft, Purdue, Brussels, and San Jose. Your support means the world to us.
2: Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share the History AI podcast. Until next time, take care, and keep exploring the pages of history.